What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Ghoul Pool Podcast. We are uh, here today after a little bit of a break uh, for episode 29, where we are going to talk about the 1983 film The Hunger. Um, I saw this for the first time in like around February of this year because uh, I have a friend that does this great uh, trivia called Trivia Time Bitch. And it was like a like Valentine's Day theme, like horror, like love movies or whatever. And uh, I had never seen this. It was a totally like a blind spot in my um, film life. I don't know. Have you guys seen this one or? I have one quick question about trivia time, bitch. Is it trivia time, bitch? Or is it I'm the trivia time, bitch? Like, is it is it somebody who refers to themselves as the it's trivia the, time, bitch? It's, I, it's, it's the former. It's, 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 okay. it's a play on welcome to primetime, bitch. I was just going to say, is it a Freddy reference? You. Yeah. Got you. I love it. I had never seen this movie, never heard of this movie. Nor have I, now that we're getting this podcast back on the rails after I effectively just shoved the train right off the tracks. Sometimes you just have to do it, I guess, right? I don't uh, know if it was necessarily just you shutting off the tracks, right? So who else has seen this movie besides me? No, I haven't until just now. I mean, now, now I have. So I guess everyone's seen it then, huh? Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's twice true. now. That I've seen true. it twice now. Yeah, I watched. I've seen it twice. This is my second time. The first time I watched it was then, and then I watched it literally like a half an hour ago again. Um, <clears throat> I think this is like the most awesome, like gothic love story. Like it's just so heartbreaking and like intense. Um, <clears throat> it's definitely like a little less horror, I would say. Like it's there are definitely horror elements to it. But I think it's just like a gothic romance uh, more than anything. Um, Absolutely. And I think yeah. that it's it's kind of tough to watch the first time. Like, I, like I mean, I liked it, but I feel like I enjoyed it more the second time because I sort of knew what to expect. And I like, you know, um, grasped the pacing a little better because it's definitely like a slow burn. Um. Yeah, I, I I agree with it not being more <laughs> horror. I almost felt like it was like a drama. Yeah, but like like you said, a love mm-hmm. story is perfect. Um, but it, it didn't feel really horror at all. Although there are some parts that are pretty horrific, at least to uh, if you ask me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't all know. The, I, the I, monkey I didn't. Scenes. I didn't like it uh, that much. It was fine. It was cool. But there were, there were things I liked about the wow. movie. But the movie itself, I was like, whatever. I don't know. It was just kind of like I, I felt like I was sitting through it, but I wasn't like ecstatic about about it at all when i was watching it i'm just like yeah all right cool yeah you know this is fine but i don't know i mean i thought it was good one of the the things in it that i thought was actually pretty horrific that was like they don't show and i appreciate it a lot because movies just don't have it ever was uh the little kid who plays the violin alice he was playing the violin and he comes up on her and grabs her and fucking slits her throat and it like shows him like strangling her and she's like and he's just like slicing across her neck and i was like one you don't see kids this young either ever getting killed in movies and if you do it's never like this brutalized which was like, i thought crazy that, to watch. that scene was that scene was like crafted so well to me yes. because yeah. like when i was when it was coming like i knew it was coming and i was like mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I, like they don't show this, right? And they show just enough that it's like, Jesus Christ, this is like yeah. really, really heavy. And uh, I know I kind of wanted to get like go a little bit more from the beginning, but I did. Yeah. Well, I did. I did like write some notes about how uh, you know he like she recognizes him, which is like really eerie. Like she's like, are mm-hmm. you his dad? Like, are you John's dad? And like. Well, he's just like this weird ghoulish creature in the shadows, like this yeah. ghoulish stranger. And 
you know, I don't know, like parts of his like attitude come through that she recognizes as well. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like this weird uncanny, like she definitely knows that it's him. Yeah. Um, and that's just really like deeply unsettling because obviously they had like Miriam and John had a great relationship with this kid that they were like, essentially they were a band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I mean, were... I mean, well, from her discussion with who she believes at that point, I think is John's dad. She she's like saying that she was very close with Miriam, like she loves them both, but she was close with Miriam, but could never she's like. So John was obviously distant from her, probably for the same fears he he like he he before that scene, um, you know, uh, kind of confesses to or like when he's when he's like kind of coming to terms with the fact that he knows he's going to die because her past lovers have all died. Like it's it's temporary vampirism or whatever. And then it all just like catches up with them. He says something, asks her if she's, she intends to make Alice the next one. So perhaps he was distant from her because he feared that she would someday like replace him. Like he was jealous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think what's that in the beginning or the very, very beginning where there's a crazy music, it's like a music video essentially. And there's I a bunch it. of scenes flashing. I, I, I didn't know I what the hell was going on. I, I didn't know what was bro. going on in the movie. I was like, okay, there's like it was like a nightclub with mixed with like a, a video. I think it was more a video than it was. A, I can't remember what the video for the song looks like. The song is called Bill Lugosi's Dead, and it's fucking awesome. It felt like a video, uh, yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it, it's not like it was. But bad, it was cut it with didn't... like people in like a nightclub, like gossip. And then and the like... monkey's like fucking like imploding or something, or just like going crazy, ripping his head off. Which like it, at, at the time you don't know anything about it, so you're like, what the? You know, I'm I think they're, like, they're sort of building watching. the world like real yeah. cleverly yeah. and quickly. Like this is the stuff that's going on. In this world like yeah and and constantly like i like how they just keep using the monkeys as kind of like a a, a parallel to what's occurring with john and and miriam like it's yeah. you know like as as the monkey is rapidly aging so is john like waiting for you know susan sarandon and which that was also another Tara. one of my favorite scenes Sarah, the monkey. Right? Tara. that was like super sad Watching the monkey age and like, die was like no, horrible. but it was cool watching like how no, yeah, it was, how like, they yeah, did it. It was done really well. It's just like, but it's like it's such a heavy like bleak movie all around. Like it, it's it like, is. Um, I also loved how like John. So like as John is like rapidly aging, I don't know if you noticed, but he's watching like Tom and Jerry on the TV. Well, it's just like on all the time, yeah. and it kind of made me think about the parallel between like you know Predator versus Prey. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, vampires, yeah. like I'm sure that was intentional, but like, I don't know. It's just like a funny little like nod to that. Um, it was actually, that was another thing that, again, I guess, like I said, I like a lot of things about the movie, but I don't know why it was just kind of like kind of boring to me a little bit, I guess maybe, or I, I don't, I'm not sure, but I did like that. Uh, how they have um, um, uh, the female lead as the vampire and he's like the familiar because like the most of vampire movies you see, like you know, Blade and shit, and like all the other vampires, so, Dracula, it's always like a a male vampire, pretty much, which could sure. like, kind of more predatorial. But she was kind of like she still was very predatorial, obviously. So it's sort of hard to figure out what's going on with the idea of vampires in this movie. Like it seems like Miriam's character is this like maybe like main all powerful vampire that has existed throughout the ages, and yeah. I don't know if it was like a, on like a biological level that these vampires would like, you know, decay. Or if it was like, I read something in their IMDb, like literally that was like a plot synopsis. And it said basically like when she gets bored of them, she like takes the gift of eternal life away. And I don't really know that there's anything that proves that because to me it seemed, but it's like, it's so complicated because like, okay, it seems very genuine 
how upset she is when John finally reaches his end. Like she seems very, very crushed by it, but also it's like what they've been together for centuries. So maybe like yeah. she is done with him, but you know, the goodbye is like still difficult. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I think I see, cause I, it was hard to get a read on, on like what she was. Cause like to the point where it's like, she, she gets bored with them. I felt that at the beginning because when they're taking the shower together after they kill those people at from the, the, the Bauhaus music video, um, he said he says to her forever and she's just like what and he's like forever endeavored and then like later on like he says it again when he's and he's like he's really dying and yeah. he's like forever forever and ever remember and she's like <laughs> every day and i was like oh that's that's kind of beautiful right there but at the same time it did feel like in the beginning, like she's over him. And like, you can tell he's kind of seems to be coming to grips with it. He's battling with it. Cause like he's, he's up, he's alone. And maybe that's just cause he knows he's going to die and he doesn't have much time left, but it seems like he's, he's, he's clearly like dealing with something. And she seems to just be very, you know, or, or to some extent disassociated from. Yeah. I love when mm. he's trying to have that conversation with her about like, I, I think like reaching out to like Sarah and, you know, figuring out how to figuring out how to extend his life or like stop the aging. And he's kind of like half in the shadow and his eye is like sunken in and he like looks like ghoulish oh. in the shadows, you know? Yeah. Like it's everything is so fucking dire, especially because it happens so fast, you know, like I like I was not prepared for him to go as quick as he did in the film, like because I oh, had yeah. never seen it. And I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, I was like, just like, this is totally wild. Um I think it's like, well, the first I'll say, I, I like the fact that when they're doing that study on the monkey that we talked about and they're like showing the video as he was like in the waiting room and he's like getting older and older and they're talking about how he ages like five years every minute, like the monkey. And then they cut to like yeah. John and he's like also doing that. It's super yeah, they, fucking they use, grim. Like it's so yeah. grim and like sad and horrible. And it's like they're they keep talking about how they're so close and they need this grant or whatever to like, you know, mm -hmm. get to where they need to on their research. And the answer is directly in front of them. And she sort of just shuts him out like he's some crazy person until she sees him when he's leaving, like after yeah. she saw him 15 minutes ago or so, and he's like literally a fucking elderly man. Dude, yeah. So crazy. It's so nuts. Like it's like, like I said, it's like a slow burn, but it's like packed with just like really heavy sadness and just like yeah. sort of shocking moments that like, cause everyone's afraid of aging, dude. Like everyone is like afraid of getting old. Imagine happening like that fast, you know, like he doesn't even seem too afraid too, which is kind of like, probably, he almost I mean, sure accepts it to a degree. Yeah. Like, I, well, but I also wonder if that has something to do with the psychological part of it too. It's like, you know, because you age, like you sort of become more comfortable with aging as you get older, because there's nothing you can do and you sort of settle into it. And I feel like maybe that is happening at a certain point. And then he just like, sure. I don't know, man, it's yeah. so sad. And then when he's at the house and he's like, so he kills Alice, right? And he's like, still, it didn't even help. Like, he's just like this fucking yeah. frail little, like, dummy in the corner. Or even before that, when he uh, he stabs the the random, like, rollerblader in the alley. Yeah, like, I think what, he was too weak, right? Calls him a cunt. Or he, yeah, either that, yeah, he just wasn't in. Like, he was, like, not, like, he didn't muster up the fucking, I, I know, think it was, I think he realized it was, or whatever. I, I think he realized that, like, you know, the, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze there because, like, I was going to put up a fight. He was in good shape. Matched. Sure, sure. So he yeah, had yeah. to find easier prey. And then he's like, Alice comes by, you know, like, enter Alice, exit Alice. Cause, and that's yeah. another thing about, I guess, a different thing about the about normal, you know, the vampire normal thing is, like, he can just go outside in the day and shit. That's one thing that I don't love. Is, so there aren't really, like, we don't really see, like, a presence of fangs, which is, like, fine. I don't really care that much about sure. that. I don't particularly care for the fact that there's just like 
daylight travel the whole time. But I would also mm-hmm. say that this is on par with like near dark in sure. the way that it's like a different style of vampire movie. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And, and like, that... I, once you kind of accept that, it's like fine. Like there's something you can do. It, it is what it is. But I do think that was kind of weird. But then I also thought that like, you know, they didn't want to tell a story in the dark. And they still they did it pretty well too. Like he always wears I mean, the, like the big hat dark. and the giant like trench coat. Pretty much, it's all black, and he's always kind of like still trying to stay out of the sun a little yeah. bit almost. But and it's it was, kind yeah. of a it's kind of a gloomy movie. I mean, like there is like definitely sunlight, but there's not a lot. Sure. Of it. And the travel scenes and stuff are like relatively short. It's not like he's like out on like a lawn chair or something like tanning. Yeah, or yeah. Something. Or even Miriam, like you know, like yeah, she goes out and about, but like they're not out all the time. So you know, maybe there are some rules established that don't necessarily need explaining because of the way the film is made. Like, yeah, you just mm-hmm. don't see that stuff. So it doesn't really need to be talked about. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Not I'm not like it, defending it, was, it either way. I'm just like I my whole thing was, is like that was a gripe the first time. And then like I just wanted to like enjoy the movie. And I was like, all right, this is the world they built. So, yeah, it wasn't even I didn't yeah. really it, I guess it wouldn't even call it a gripe to begin. I just was something I noticed. I'm like, oh, that's another like, you know, interesting well, difference I thought that it, they did in this movie. Yeah, I thought replacing the fangs like literal fangs with like sort of the the, the, onk, the use the of a tool. There. Yeah, yeah, like a hidden and like the fact that it was kind of like in a necklace, like a Coke spoon. It was the 80s. Like there, there may have been also <laughs> like parallels to drug addiction, like that sort For of sure. theme and like how that ruins relationships. The drug of a lust. And like, you know what I mean? Like there, there was and like because it was very much like there was so many visual and, and metaphorical parallels to addiction in it um, as well. And and uh like uh like basically like Susan Sarandon's whole thing she's a she it's like a junkie thing and like uh I think it's like Willem Dafoe's buddy called like, he's like fucking junkie freak yeah. or something like that yeah or even like yeah when when uh what's her uh, Sarandon's boyfriend or husband or whoever Tom. like when he finds Tom. her Tom yeah. Haber yeah yeah when he finds her and she's kind of like having the weird like you know withdrawal shit and she's like tweaking out on the floor and stuff and she's like, get out of here she's, you know kind of like resembled like I guess that and, yeah. <sighs> I was going to say like how that dude is like insufferable, but my brain wants Absolutely. Me to, like, my brain wants me to go in order of things that I wanted to talk about. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, definitely. I was just, I just want to go back to that Alice scene when she gets killed because like the, you know, there are all these quick cuts, the camera drops, it flashes, you know, you see your shoes dangling and you yeah, know, shot, awesome. the whole thing is just, yeah, it's just like, it, it, it's so like grim and gnarly. And then Miriam comes home and like discovers that, that, that is hap- what happened and immediately turns into like crime scene destruction mode. And then yeah. sure burn her body. Right. Like, the, yeah. And then, yep. and then John falls down the stairs. Right. And then he, you know, he like wants Miriam to kiss him and he's like, you know, don't pretend like pretend that I don't look like this. Like remember me how I used to be. And like, <laughs> Oh, no problem. Let me do it real quick. Hold on. But he says that you said forever, never ending, never growing old, like something yeah. like that. And it's like, it's just like, dude, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. The whole thing is like so fucking terrible. I know. Uh, like I, I almost like begging I, for I, death. Like he's like, kill me. And she's like, I can't like. Yeah. Can't kill him. Can't give him more time. Just and, has to watch him wither and die. And I think like just like that whole scene, like, you know, like moves me to tears, like bringing him up in the elevator, like he's this weak, frail, you know, skeletal remain, and she's bringing him up and that song is playing and it's just like so powerful and there's like the light coming in through the skylight on the floor and the doves and like the fucking cheesecloth and like silk and shit blowing. It's just like this really heavy, heavy emotional scene and you're like, damn, like this is like finality, right? Like this is like the end and she like lays him there in the light and the music just continues and 
then you see her bring out the casket and she like puts him in a casket, right? He's like still alive. She closes it and then introduces him to Lalia, which is the next casket over as the camera pans out and you see more caskets. So she's got like this collection. Yeah. And I believe as she's bringing him up, she tells him that there really is no end. So like he's never like to me, that sounds like consciousness is never going to end. Like no matter what state his body is in, he's always there and he always knows. Yeah. Yeah. And she's telling him like in the darkness where you'll see and you'll feel. And like the never ending darkness, it's like that is terrifying. That's oh my god, it's horrible. It's yeah. so horrible. And to imagine too that John is probably absolutely head over heels still infatuated in love with this woman. I think they all and are. That's all it. those zombies. exactly right. All of them, however long they've been there, you know. I don't and know. Like, it's so and then, sleep, and then she and then she and then she she like kisses her hand, like touches the 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 casket. And then she like puts her hand on Lalia's and she's like, she's like, this is John. Like she's like introduces him and like she's like, like basically asks him to take care of him, like in comfort the nether him, world yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Comfort. Yeah. Comfort. Uh, she says something so, like you and the rest, like, yeah, comfort him, you and the rest or whatever. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. How many? Yeah, so he, are he doesn't there? actually die then. So like essentially. But then also like. I, could, yeah, I couldn't tell. I couldn't. I, when I was watching after I watched the end of it, I was like, "Wait a minute, did he?" So he did he die? And I was like, "I don't know." You know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't look into it afterwards to find out what, what the answer was. I figured one of you guys would have uh, probably picked up on it. Um, I mean, it, to me, it seemed like they 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 like I, I thought he died, but like Justin was saying, like there there's sort of maybe like like some sort of limbo or afterlife that they're stuck in. Yeah, I, I mean, I really, I don't think I really understood what happened at the end. So, but it, not to oh, jump sure. ahead that far. Yeah, no, but, yeah, you know. we can, yeah, we can definitely talk about that when we get there for sure. Yeah, because um, I think that like probably everybody has similar ideas um, or questions about it. But um, yeah, for me, I, the, my mentality was just that like <sighs> there's a consciousness in there, right? And that's it. Like the body yeah. is too weak, everything else is too weak, and they're just in that dark place. You know, and they're all out. All the different bodies are like it's like a creep show, almost like zombie kind of thing. Yeah, that's the end, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're not there yet. Yeah, bro. Why are you? I'm just I'm infatuated on because when you were explaining it, I was it kind of made more sense to me, and I was like, oh, this is actually exactly what I was watching. Essentially, it's like Father's Day times seven. It's wild because like that, all that horrible, terrible stuff happens up in the attic, and then she comes down and fucking Columbo's at the door already. Like yeah, asking about Dan, Alice. Dan Hedaya. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah. I mean, where's this girl at? And like, that's you're like, wow, that was quick. I was like, how is it possible that this guy was that ugly when he was younger? Like, oh my I don't God. even know. Dan who that is. I just knew that they were trying to give him a Columbo look. He's he was in. <laughs> he's been, he's been in lots look. of shit. I think he was in. Um, he's been in lots of shit. Yeah. So I'm curious about what you guys think happens with Sarah. So which part? Like we know, (laughs) we know that Sarah had seen John and spoken to John. Mm -hmm. So like to some degree, it makes sense that she would go to his house and inquire about him. Mm -hmm. But then she comes back the second time. And like, after she leaves, you know, there's this weird sort of almost like psychic connection thing that happens Mm -hmm. with Miriam. Do you think that's some form of like hypnosis? Like, yes. And then when she comes back, she's like, I don't know why I'm here. Yeah. She did it in the beginning when you're she right. went to the book signing. You're right. Because you're right. because she's just there signing somebody else's book, that little old lady. She's like, make it out to blah, 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 like Lucille or something. And yeah, that's that vampire seduction. Yeah, because it, it is literally, and that's that's something that you you that it's like a staple in vampire things, the thrall, the thrall of the vampire. 
And and like I talked about it in Near Dark too. It's very you know like there's that that sort of that connection. Uh, but like you, because she's she's not looking anywhere near her, and all of a sudden she just goes, "What?" And she's like, "I didn't say anything." And and then, um, and then and then she's like, you know, like I, I'd like to speak with you. And she's like, "Yeah, I'd like that." Like of course, like she was like, "Yes." She like, was on waiting board for there. her to ask. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I think from that point on, like there's also a couple couple points like where there's one part where um where Susan Sarandon's like driving to or from work, I think. And she goes to adjust her hair and then it cuts to David Bowie and he's doing the exact same thing. Oh, like there's yeah. some like and I was like, is this mm. like a psychic connection thing? Like, there, is there some sort of link? Or does between... she have a type? Yo, well, <laughs> I said that to Derek like before. Yeah. This thing. I was like, they all look the same. Like David yeah. Bowie and Susan Sarandon look like they're twins in this movie. You're so right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They all I was three like, of them. All three I was look like, very Miriam, similar. Like, that's the first thing I thought when like right after John dies and Susan Sarandon's there right before they get sexy. And she's like, she, you know, she's there in her t-shirt and like her long hair and from behind, I'm like, Oh, is David Bowie back? Like when did he, yeah. when did he get young again? I think that's so funny too, because like when she f- goes over that second time when she's like, Oh, I don't even know why I'm here. And then she invites her in and they have Sherry and she's playing piano and stuff. And the conversation is relatively normal. And mm-hmm. then she's like, are you making a pass to me? I'm like, she's literally not doing anything but playing piano <laughs> and having a casual conversation. And you are rock hard right now about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's more of that hypnosis, like seductive thing, right? It like is. it's like, well, how are she, you this jazz right now? Well, she's yeah, also yeah. getting her drunk off sherry and her own blood, which, like, I love that, that they did that. The, like, is it in the sherry? Oh, it definitely is because you do, and you see it when she spills a drop and it hits her shirt and it like turns to blood. Like it's it's like you can't see no, it because there's and and also like there's definitely she has like psychic powers or at least illusory powers where she can make somebody like kind of like a, a, a like a um what what do they call that shit with like witches. Um, in the craft, like where they they like the, I forget the fucking hypnotize or no no. There's like a uh, um, like a Sounds. glamour or something like that where they they some word something like that. I forget. But okay. it's it's like they basically make them see something different, like they're experiencing something different, and it's in like the part where they're you know doing doing the sex and also like <laughs> exchanging blood. Um. You see it, and it's like I, I think you see it from both Miriam's perspective and Susan Sarandon's perspective, like cut yeah. back and forth. Where yeah. it's like it's a sensual, passionate lovemaking for Susan Sarandon, but then when it cuts to Miriam, and she's like clearly like in, in to some degree in pain and like paralyzed and having her blood sucked out of her, her out of her arm. Yeah, oh, dude, it's so sick. This movie's so sick. There, there's so much about <laughs> it that I was like, I really, I thought it was beautiful. Like the the. I didn't at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like the editing in this movie because of all the smash cuts in the in the beginning with like the butt where it's like Bauhaus and then it's like cuts to like like what they're driving in the cars and like goes back to the song and then like back and it was just a little too abrupt. I kind of love that too, though, because you're like, what the hell is going on? It's like this cacophony of like chaos, you know, exactly. But I I, I, and I think it was maybe just because of the way the, the sound quality has aged that I was like, I don't this could be could be much better with better audio. Yeah. I and, think it go ahead but I'm then, sorry. <laughs> but then after after like once once they they like they're doing that cut where it's like you see them like kind of picking their targets and then smash cut back and forth with them bringing them home in the car and it's like revealed that like you know it's not uh it, it not Catherine Deneuve next to him in the passenger seat she's in the back next to the other guy the guy that they were spying on in the club yeah. and then they get back to the apartment and like the, all the edits there 
I was like, all right, they got me back. Like they immediately got me back after those. Like I didn't like those abrupt cuts. And then now, like with this editing, I'm like, all right, this is uh, there might like be, this person might be genius. Yeah, yeah, it like finds its pace really quick. But then it's like also is the intro sort of telling you what it's like to be like a vampire, maybe like yeah, that's and, what, and, and how they and, feel like the world is chaotic. And I don't know, I could be reading into it way too much, but. You know, no, I think but, that's a fair that's definitely a fair assessment because there there is that like the It's the, definitely intentional, you know what I mean? Like how it's chaos and then not so chaotic. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. that was a, a yeah, the, that was one thing I did like I did like it was a bunch of things I liked about it, I guess. I don't know. I, I that's why it's funny cuz I keep saying it was like I thought it was alright, but there's <laughs> all thought, these things I do like. I laughed but, so hard when it was like when um when David Bowie like hands like picks up the ice bucket and I was like what the fuck is he sending her to go paint and I didn't realize he was like <laughs> you hear you hear very subtly no ice. <laughs> like he says, no ice, but it's like this <laughs> slow, like droned out, like David Bowie, like so funny. Derek, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, um, just the 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 way they did the whole like she can kind of give you the eternal life, but take it away also. Or wait, could she take it away or is it just happens I, no matter what? Anyone she bites eventually just. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. That's what I no, love about yeah. it though, because it's incredibly ambiguous. Like he, they give you all these like examples of things that happen and you just have to piece it together on your own. Okay. You, Cause yeah, you, when I, it's oh, definitely sorry. very, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna say, I think her character is very ambiguous in that where, where like, you know, to, to Justin's point, she, she does at times seem very, very emotionally invested in her lovers and, seems like that part is is 100% authentic and then at other times it seems like she's very self-serving and self-motivated like as soon as john dies she's like hopping on sarah and um you know so yeah. there, there's there's a whole lot of ambiguity and i think those two things are are intrinsically linked like does she give it or do, and take it or does she give it and then do, do does so not maliciously but definitely with the knowledge that it's not permanent and that these people will suffer an agonizing death at some point. But she just That's dies. what I think. Cause just, I never got the, I never which even is put just together. callous and, and selfish. Yeah. I, I never put together the idea that they, she could have been taking it. I just, when I first watched it, and I think even the second time, I just assumed that like once she bites you, then yeah, that's exactly what happens with the monkey. You just eventually, you're going to decay super fast um, until either you die or like, like you were saying, also tonight, which I didn't put together, that they all kind of just live forever at like that zero HP, that point zero zero one HP percent bar <laughs> <laughs> forever, which is like awful. Uh, but I, I like that because most vampire movies are always like, you know, you get bit and you live forever and you're really powerful and shit. And like, but these guys are all like just like immediately turning old and like die into like skeletons pretty much. And I was well, like, that's fucking cool. Like a cool, it, it, most, you know, no vampire movies do that shit. I was wondering person. if she was feeding off of them. I know. Like if, if she is a vampire's vampire like you know what I sure. mean? Like she, she where she she needs to because she clearly needs to have a partner she has been so she needs somebody there and like david bowie's aware of it and he's like you know who will you have to to you know to be with you um because he or knows it a she's power gonna, addiction it, it could be a power addiction it could just be Lots like you don't want to be alone forever and you don't want to constantly you want to try to maybe grasp onto somebody for as long as you can because otherwise you're going to be like, you know, these people will be uh, like blinks of an eye and they're dead in, in terms of her lifespan. Cause she's been around since ancient Egypt. And apparently she's <laughs> Egyptian by the way. Like what the fuck? <laughs> this blonde French woman is Egyptian. Yeah. Right. I didn't even, uh, I didn't put together either when you were until earlier today, I think, or some, at some point you texted in the, uh, you were, when you guys were texting and, uh, 
Nick was like, oh, I love Willem Dafoe. And I was like, dude, that was fucking Willem Dafoe. Like when I, like so I saw twice seconds. now, in the two seconds I saw him, I still didn't even know that was him. But I was kind of like, he looks kind of familiar. And when you said that, I was like, oh, shit, with the fucking little heart tattoo with the lightning bolt on it. Yeah. I still didn't even see Lady, him do you mind? You didn't what? I still didn't even see him the second time. Yeah, no, me either. I, 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 I saw a guy and he looked familiar, but I didn't recognize that that was Willem Dafoe until Nick has pointed it out. Yeah. He's one of the eight people that are credited on IMDb, and he is credited as phone booth youth number one or number two. <laughs> <laughs> but he's technically number one, right? I, I read something that said it said that he was credited as two, but he was actually number one. He was the first person that you see come out of the phone. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he they're trying to get in the phone booth. Are they? Oh, hell yeah, because she's in there. She's in there. That's right. Like, lady. Lady, do you mind or whatever? I forget what he says. He's like, lady, lady, what? Do you, come on, what do you, what do you say? Like, I forget what he says. He has a one line. One of the things I thought was really cool also was when um they would they would with the audio when like he was because obviously nobody knows what it's like to be depraved of like it made me feel like when like vampires need blood and they're getting mm-hmm. like so starved on it and they're like all like fucking dehydrated almost you know and they're just like ugh like every time he was getting older although it wasn't he like he needed blood he was just kind of like aging. But like his like they do that weird like wit like the high pitched weird like whine where you're like you're fucking like almost like you just got like a concussion or something and he's like you can't like hear anything everything's kind of like muffled and he's all disoriented and shit. They did like weird things with the audio with him that was kind of cool. I'm curious like if there's anything that would have like helped him and like how often they have to feed and if the stuff that miriam is doing to people is even actually feeding or if she's just doing that blood mixing thing yeah yeah and it also makes more sense almost that like mixing the blood is more effective than just biting somebody like obviously saliva is like infectious of course but like i don't know something mixing mixing blood is like disgusting and fucked up (laughs) i I mean I, i think in traditional vampire lore they would they would need to trick you into drinking their blood in order for you to become a vampire but they like anybody they bit, they would just feed off of and they would be subservient to them as a thrall if they let them live. That sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, that sounds OK. OK. I don't know, though. Yeah, They play on no, vampire good. tropes in this, but then some of them are just kind of like whatever they wanted to do. Also, like fine. there's there's so many different bullshit vampire like histories that it, who the fuck cares? <laughs> right, right. Blood and like that's blood and being sexy and androgynous that's like that's vampires that's all you really need that's the one common like thread right vampires baby (laughs) (laughs) um it was pretty crazy when so when sarah meets up with tom at dinner and he's like enraged about how she was gone for three hours in the middle of the day like he was yeah. so angry. He was like, "What were you? You just met somebody and you talked to them for three hours, and they gave yeah. you a gift." Like he was so angry. He, he didn't believe her at all. Yeah, he, was... <laughs> he never yeah, right. met like ridiculously rich people because they'll do that shit. I haven't either. Truthfully, I remember doing like a cable job back in the day on somebody's property, like in like Newburyport. Yeah, and beautiful, like amazing fucking house. We did like one extra thing for him. They're like, "Oh, here's a bunch of like." random cashier's checks you can have like yeah. what they're like they give us like five hundred dollars oh my god it was insane just because it's they funny though because that guy you're right they, they did portray him as like a total douchebag and like he was but then it was also kind of like i mean he was he his feeling was correct he was out here like you know sexing the fucking <laughs> vampirist <laughs> that's true like, i would bet the percentage <laughs> of that is pretty low being 
you know the usual like a reality for yeah most of yeah 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 <laughs> but that is a good that is a good other. point though that is a good point though um she yeah, also didn't pretty... really do anything to try to like stop she's she just like what are you doing there then she's like piss off you know <laughs> i thought it was yeah. funny how they go from that like crazy erotic sex scene to somebody cutting a steak that's like super rare yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah disgusting yeah. and jarring and like oh it's that's what it is it's literally just that <laughs> just meat just meat I love it. she's like looking <laughs> at it like she won't eat it and then he's like he's like you ordered it rare like like that you know assuming that she's like upset with how the steak is prepared i thought i wanted well, it. i did i didn't want this one <laughs> I also think it's funny when they so after they find out that her blood gets like mixed and all this and they like literally go to the lab immediately and they're like doing tests on it. The scientists are just ripping butts in the lab. Dude, <laughs> I noticed that, that right after they too. smoking and then and then Sarah's like, I need a cigarette. And they just like light up and it's like doesn't fuck with your, you know. Dude, right before that, stuff. I actually noticed that it, when they're in the lobby, that guy lights or he lights up the cigarette. And the lady's like, hey, sir, there's no smoking in here. And then it cuts immediately to them all in that room. They're all smoking. You're like, what the fuck? Smoke, yeah, that's the <laughs> common you can't area. Smoke you can't in the smoke lobby? In Only scientists can smoke. <laughs> Only in the lab room in your guts. <laughs> <laughs> Only the science uh, boys can smoke. Nine out of ten doctors agree. <laughs> Smoking true. is only allowed in the lab. That was funny. <laughs> but then, yeah, they discover that her blood is, like, inhuman and more powerful than human blood. They're like, it's like human blood, but it's actually, like, way stronger. But one of the guys says something that, which I think might be part of why it doesn't last forever for them. He says that the two strains are battling each other. And she asked, when she asked, she's like, well, who's winning? Yeah. Who's winning? And he's like, you know, like, so maybe at some point the blood gives up the fight. Now, is that Miriam saying to her blood, you know, give up, give up the ghost, let their shitty blood win? Or like, is there some sort of connection where is like her body? Like, is, is she still present within these people and possessing them? And Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, for sure. I also. Yeah. OK, so I think it's really funny that when like Barry, basically Miriam is like teaching her to feed the guy that she picks is like the most stereotypical like 80s douchebag bro guy that yeah. they're bringing over and he just like he like is very into himself and just very like cheesy and he, sp- he spits gum in this beautifully adorned like study he just spits gum out yeah, and right. i was like maybe he spit it in the fireplace and then i realized fucking light from the fires on the other side of his face yeah. and that made me so irrationally mad okay, he was a real, <laughs> she, he was a real woman, class act she takes you home out of the kindness of her heart. Well, you think, and then you just <laughs> spit gum like, she, damn. Like, is it the kindness of her heart? <laughs> yeah. What do we think about Tom's arrival? Do we think that it was literally just the fact that he was like, "Well, I know you were friend, you like saw her earlier or whatever, and you guys are buddies," or do you think that there's some hypnotism in there too? To bring him there so that she can kill him and sever the tie. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It would have to because be, right? So it makes calm. no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense how it, he's just immediately like, mm, oh, she's missing now and I know it's you. It, but, I mean, it kind of, well, I mean, I think he suspects that there there, there was some sort of sensual, you know, connection there because he's like, I, I, he's like, uh, he says something, he's like, you don't want to know what I think or something like that. Like, he yeah. thinks, hmm. you know, that she's she's two-timing. And, There's- um... But, There's but also the that he... bit about when she calls the apartment. Remember, she says like Sarah saying that she called the apartment and she didn't get an answer at all. And then yep. they show Tom he's at the apartment making the calls. Do you think Miriam made her think that she was making these calls? Because remember earlier on when she's in the lab, the phone's oh. ringing, and she's like, "Did you hear the phone ringing?" And she's like, "Nobody called. No, the phone's not ringing." Yeah. So do we think that she was like hypnotized into thinking that she 
you know, tried to reach out to Tom. Absolutely. I mean, right? Miriam's because normally she would, you know, like, yeah, uh, her, she's getting now that you say it. Yes. Back then I was like, no, I, I just, I thought honestly, she, that she was calling the apartment and Tom wasn't yeah. there. And I, at that point I was expecting like him to be at Miriam's already. And then she was going to offer him up as like the first feeding. But, yeah. but I do, I do, I do think there's definitely some credence to that. Absolutely. That's also so grim. Cause she tries to fight him off. She's like, get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Right. That's sucks, gnarly. Like, and then she's like, Nope, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> gotta go you know what else sucks down. the lighting in their apartment like who the fuck has like blue neon giant fluorescent blue light bulbs one day and then replaces them all with red yeah like it's why is it at times i also love that statue too when is she's it, like was first that a thing when, people i'm just kidding i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> when sarah uh when uh sarandon goes in there and she's like oh i love this piece and she's like yeah it's my favorite as well and she, it looks just like you i'm like this motherfucker this that's her anything. Right? that's gotta be her yeah it did yeah. i really i didn't think it looked like her I was but like, i think i didn't it, it didn't, didn't but, but you know it didn't but i think that that's what they were sort of that's the implication and i like i like the same the same that kind of parallel to the back back going it goes back to alice when like just how nonchalantly these people are like she's like are you are you sure you're not john's father you have his eyes and he's like oh i never noticed and she made me I, chuckle because, like, they're fo- she's literally looking at the stat, like the, like the uh, bust, and like they're both faces are facing it, each other, fa- essentially the bust in her own face, and she's like, "You look just like her." And like the nose on the bust is like my nose, so it's like it comes out and it's like it's oh, very yeah, <laughs> and, and then, then like the hers right. is like perfectly Fantastic, straight, right. and I'm like, "What are we looking at?" I'm like, yeah. "What it does?" Maybe she's you. Maybe it was one of her. Maybe it was Lolia or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I don't, but I, I think it. I think it looked. I, I think it was it's supposed to be her. I think that it was, was enough. Little, yeah, yeah. Either way, it's been around as long as she has, if not. But also, you got you've got a cute little button on your face compared to that statue, dude. That statue had a honker. <laughs> I'm sitting far away. You can't see it. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, just, you're in a very dark room. And what if it's just a, his head is just a nose? <laughs> so, how do we think that Sarah? did the thing because okay to me i watched the scene twice over and it looks like she stabs herself and then forces her blood into miriam's mouth so that more of her blood was in her did body she or also something. did she did she cut miriam's throat at the same time I like don't i don't think I, so i, don't I couldn't think tell so. but i also couldn't tell if somehow she was gaining the upper hand over miriam in terms of like the psychic battle at that point and she made miriam think that maybe she killed herself but in reality she killed miriam and that's why like it all comes to a head for her and somehow by killing the head vampire she become i have no fucking idea like that's the but thing it, it was, i just like i watched it twice and it looks like she's like like so much of her blood goes into does miriam's the stabbing mouth. and then she's like holding her head really tensely like yeah like she's kissing her or something, but it looks like it's like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. That's why I, like, I wasn't really even sure on the entire ending. Like even when they were bringing up all the uh, old bodies and stuff and they were still mm-hmm. like, I was kind of like, wait a minute, what the fuck did, like, did well, I blink and miss something or something? I was like, what so the fuck happened here? Maybe the situation was something about Miriam's psychological state or her like literally like level of, power was like keeping them dormant so when she's when the power started to shift they were able to animate again and you know take back a little maybe but then yeah. ultimately when she gets like wrecked they like turn to dust essentially 
Yeah, because yeah, well, at that oh, point, oh yeah, my god, when it, when 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 the when the one corpse crumbles in the corner with like the the female and the head corpse falls like, up down, on, and it's like so good. It's dude, so the, the good. effects are incredible. What's so sick about this movie is the effects are so subtle, and there's not a ton of them in the movie, but they're immaculate. That like the stuff. Oh that my you god, do is immaculate, dude. When when the opening credits open it, and I see the word makeup illusions, it made me laugh, and I wrote down makeup illusions, guys. This movie has makeup illusions, and then throughout the movie, I'm like, this movie really does have makeup illusions. This is fucking insane. <laughs> Do. Yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. Guys, this movie has makeup illusions. <laughs> makeup <laughs> illusions. Like I just thought it was such a pretentious way to put it, and then I was like, God damn, did they deliver? They delivered those illusions. Yeah, yeah. Um, the corpses are insane looking. Um, yeah. So is is that like a thing? Like you were saying, how they turned to dust too? Is that like uh the you know well, the, that's when she the main vampire, so then everyone else she was like in, incapacitated, right? Falls. Like. We saw her age. She turned yep. into one of them, essentially. Well, what yeah. I'm thinking is when, because when he's asking her for more time, like right before he really starts to crumble and then he's asked her to kill him uh, with, with John, um, he's, he's asking her for more time and she's like, I can't, I can't. So like that made me think perhaps she is in control of it, but she needs to eventually kill them to, to extend her life to be eternal. Like for them, it's definitely prolonged and they feed and they, and, but then eventually she has to like feed their, like basically energy, like an energy vampire suck their life force out. And that's why she has like a collection of them because she, they're like not only her totems, but they're like tethers to her power and each one increases it. I was like, I, that, that kind of made me think perhaps that might be the thing. And well, there's only a few reasons why she would keep them around, that being one of them, you know, that and and kind of like the totem slash like, you know, like trophy lovers, trophy, trophy and lovers, I don't think are the same. Well, they can be, I guess, sometimes. But like, you know, I do want like when to it, believe like when a girl steals your favorite sweatshirt. Maybe it's just the romantic in me, but I do want to believe that she does have some attachment to those prior partners, you know. She definitely was, uh, you know, I don't know, let's say sold me on it, but, you know, like, she definitely, everything that she portrayed would imply that she did, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, they are vampires, right? So at the end of the day, it could all just be a, a ruse. Maybe we got hypnotized. Maybe. Maybe that's the whole idea. So like, no, I really do. Psych. I love when she fucking falls down the balcony and it looks like she falls down 85 flights <laughs> yeah. like they just keep showing her screaming and they keep repeating the screaming because they're like we couldn't do it for the entire length of her falling <laughs> <laughs> and there's a couple of times where she's like nails banisters oh, she blasts but... it there's one she breaks it she breaks yeah. the banister that's awesome i'm glad they paid attention to that and just didn't have a nice clean fall down the middle yeah <laughs> she's like <laughs> i wish that they didn't make her shake her head as much because the effects were great they could have done it slow and it would have looked amazing when she gets yeah. old and she's like yeah, that's for that was the, great. That's for the listeners to see. <laughs> but but here's the thing. In oh, you know what perhaps happened? Because mm. this maybe this is what. Okay, so if if these things are like batteries for her prolonged life, these lovers that she that she 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 uh, seduces, uh, like enthralls, then uh, like teaches to feed, feeds with, and then like when she's when she's done with them, she has to consume them and then them like keep them around and then i think susan sarandon kills herself and because she doesn't have that human battery like that next link in the chain she loses it all she loses like so she has to keep doing this i think you know what i mean i don't know maybe 
Yeah, it almost felt like I'm the confused. Uh, you killed a head vampire okay. kind of thing. So, all... you know, she sticks the thing in her own neck. Susan yep. Sarandon, right? To kill herself, yeah. To kill herself. And like you said, like she just pukes all the blood. And then for for what, what it looks like, she she's dead. And then Susan and then um, Miriam brings her up to the, the you know attic with the rest of her dead lovers. And it's almost like she broke the cycle. And that's why it all came like because she killed herself. The other ones, they were they were with it. And like, you know, they were they were ride or die. So the, the like, only link that they have in common is Miriam. Yeah. So it can't skip somebody. Once she's like locked them in, it has to be that person. I mean, that would explain also maybe why they like disintegrated as well. Well, I think it's once she puts herself <laughs> into somebody, if she doesn't retain them, like, you know what I mean? Like, or if they die, she dies. But so, so, but so Sarah flipped it and started that whole process over again. So everyone else you think is dead except for Miriam. Oh, like Miriam might Sarah be like a little dead? End. Dude, Miriam is in the casket at the end of the movie yelling, Sarah. Isn't Sarah alive at the end too, I thought? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah so takes her place. She wins, but he, so basically all the others are dead and then Miriam the is the last cycle and one. starts it anew. Yeah. And that and that little that, that blonde girl who's in London with her at the end is like, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 you didn't know okay. that? Yeah. Is so that Sarah, what that, is Sarah, it was explicitly that? Yeah. It was I was very... just trying to figure out how she flipped it. Well, having seen it twice took me like okay. I mean, I kind of got it the first time, but I think I was a little bit wrong the first time. I assumed that it was like further into the future because like the balcony that she's on, I was like, oh, that looks like futuristic. But all the shots before that just look like not futuristic. Like it just looks like modern times, but just the way – because it almost looked like Blade Runner-y, the way they like silhouetted her on the balcony. Like I I like every skyline shot they do is like with a – with like that burnt orange sunset. Yeah. Like where it gives it that – it almost – and it's like hazy. Like it it almost is that Blade Runner-esque kind of like polluted sky. Yeah, But so she – so so basically she became the new Miriam. And I'm just trying to figure out how she did it. (laughs) Like again, more blood, more of her own blood in Miriam's body somehow by puking at it or something. I don't know. See, I didn't even know – I I guess I didn't even know that she became Miriam. I just thought that she lived because she killed – like again, like she kind of did that – thing where like the, the trope of killing the, the main vampire well then she all the already had the vampire blood right in, right yeah right she, exactly. whatever that is that made miriam like eternal essentially is yeah. already in the mix that's right so that's the only other, and then also you saw her essentially kill herself right so she's alive so she yeah that's right i think that's where right? i kind of got lost i was like i don't understand how, how like you're saying how i don't understand how this how and, linked together and that's and why think, she also has two young people with her because those are like her new you know yeah familiars yeah lovers her, her, or familiars yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I would be shocked if that wasn't the case. Um, okay. I always thought that was what happened, but, you know. Because I thought it was, like, really ambiguous and they're just kind of like, yeah, this is just what happens. But, I mean, it's it's based it, it, it's based off of a, a novel, like an actual book. I know. I just read that. I didn't realize that at first. But, like, I, I saw that the IMDb was like, Tony, whatever, what was it, Tony? Tony Scott, dude. Tony Scott. They're like, Tony Scott turned it into something. What is it right here? Uh, Willie Stryber or Strieber's highly suspenseful and thematically rich novel has transformed it to something entirely different by Tony Scott. So I'm like, yeah. But then I love the second line. The second line here is the film is a dreamlike art house horror pick with diamond studded production values. That's a great way to describe it. I would say it. Absolutely. Especially like for that's, the time, like 1983. Like that's. Ah, uh, it's a good point. Too. If, yeah, if I is. just got so excited about figuring out the plot the day after I <laughs> watched the movie. But that's the thing, man. Like, it's one I of feel those like movies. It, I, was it not as ambiguous as I thought it was? And I'm just an idiot. Or was it 
Well, I feel the same. I feel the same. Okay. Even even with the little bits of information that I feel like I'm feeding you, whether they're true or not, I still feel like okay. that. I'm like, am I is, am I that close and I just didn't get it? Or like, yeah. is it just ambiguous enough that, well, you know? I, I, I was just kind of like, I, I just thought they were like, yeah, this is this just happens. Like, she's just, she's alive. It doesn't matter. Movie's over. Like, fuck you. Like, you don't need to know why any of this happened or how. Yeah, to me, in but, my mind, the only way she lives is she's a vampire. That's how, what I've always thought. Well, I, that I assumed. That I that I assumed that she, okay, she's a vampire. I do. I still don't understand the how or why she becomes the main vampire. But the only thing I think is it's like it's a curse. And the only way to break it is to. Well, she broke the chain and she has that one, yeah. old, one old battery cell that's Miriam now in a casket. Yeah, I think I like it. Because Miriam aged immediately to like a zillion years. Oh yeah. Remember? Because remember yeah, when yeah. John aged, like right? Yeah. And I think I mean, and I think that explains why they crumble. Like you said, she broke the connection and so she made, her own. She made a released. new connection. She literally made a new connection with Miriam on her own. She flipped it on her. And I think that might be I think that's probably why they all like once they once <laughs> they do regain like animation, those corpses. They immediately start to surround her, and they're like, "You fucking lied!" <laughs> like, yeah, it's so you know sad. I mean? like, There's and 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 like so they basically, you know, they, at that point they they probably want her dead. After like, you know, some of them probably thousands of years just in this conscious in this this black void. Dude, it's grim. Brutal. It's so grim. <laughs> yeah. Also. Um, the uh, the the parallels again between like the monkeys and like early on in the movie. I just want to go back to this because I yeah, love that course. that aspect of it. But earlier on in the movie, like when when the one monkey kills the other monkey, and it's like showing like it keeps cutting back and forth when they're talking about what happened, like after after the day after it happens, like after you've already seen David Bowie up all night, like you know, uh, like l- classical listening to classical music and like just brooding for so long. And um, they're talking about the monkeys, and one of them's like, "Last night he turned on Betty. He loved Betty." And the guy says, "You thought he loved Betty." And then it cuts back to Bowie. I was like, "Is he going to kill Miriam at that point?" I was like, "What?" It, and it's I feel the like reverse, the thing right? is, they were they were misdirecting you to believe that it was David Bowie who was like going to be the the aggressor. When in reality, it's just it's more like you thought Miriam loved John, but in reality, she just needed him to feed. And like, sure, she she probably did. And some she probably she had some affection for him, you know. I love when but, they show that like fucking oldie timey one where it looks like you know um, he's got like the little pony nub. But the, oh, and then he's like oh, the, yeah. the Victorian cellist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those like old flashbacks and her hair is like all that. crazy. Yeah, yeah. But the cutting back and forth to it, like him just remembering all these things, it's so good. Like you've been alive for centuries and you can still recall those moments. Does that hit you harder because it's longer time? It, well, if they're still that significant, if like you can still be in that moment as and like and which is Bowie a whole is, new thing itself, you know, like Bowie is such a, an amazing physical actor. Oh, he's like phenomenal. Yeah. The way also, just, Susan Sarandon crushes it in this oh, movie. She's like, I didn't know that I was I a Susan, Susan Sarandon fan. I don't really, really? know. Yeah, I don't really Dude, know. I'm not. Thumb not that, Louise, I, not that I'm not. I actually haven't seen that. Um, that Rocky Horror. I know I you saw that you know, once a long yeah. time ago. I don't remember it at all. A little too campy for most people. Some people. Yeah. Um, I would revisit it for sure, though. But like, yeah, no, I just, it's just I don't fun. know. I feel like by the time I was of age, she was like just this old lady and stuff, you know, which is totally unfair to her. Tim like, Robbins' I don't know. mom. Yeah. But uh, I love her in this movie. She's fucking She's sick. Great. Really cool. 
and and I love I love like you see here she's somewhat timid or like maybe just too um too nice not not too nice but she's nicer in the beginning and then like that dinner or the the dinner with Tom um and she she shit. totally like Derek was saying she just like she's totally like fuck you like that whole conversation I love the attitude like just yeah. the spunk because he was being so fucking annoying anyway yeah, like it's yeah. like Jesus, and she was dude. again getting rock hard for like those girls in the pool thinking of Miriam. That was great. That was also that's such a weird thing too. They're like, what? Where is that restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> dude, <laughs> you can see people swimming casually outside. I mean, I guess times New York, the anything can happen. In New York, yeah. Neon, neon lights in your kitchen. Like, fine. let's go. Well, I don't know anything else about this. This one. Or do we need to move on to ratings? Um, I, I could move on to ratings. I can't wait to hear Derek's rating of this movie. <laughs> Guess what, guys? I'm going four. Oh four. God. Yeah. Yes. That's that's a, that's that's yes. strong. It I'm is a three. Just, it is I'm just, a three. It is just too powerful an emotional story for me to give it anything less. I'm going. I'm giving it three, pending further review. I think sure. three. I think three. Pending further review. Yeah, let's pending further review. File that away and dig it out another day. Yeah. Are you ready for this one? It's gonna be rough. I'm gonna give it two and a half. Yeah. I, I feel like that's that's, that's what actually, I was expecting from you. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's almost fair. exactly what I would expect. I'm gonna because, get right in the middle because I feel like there there was enough there in terms of like good shit and and like because i feel like you're 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 a practical effect guy so like which it had become good practical effects i think it was just like i don't know i think sounds I, like you were bored i anticipated like. it being a horror movie and it is it, it was too feminine a story horror. for you yeah it was, it was just, just too very good yeah i think i was looking into it to be more of like yeah like i guess more of a you expected a movie why. starring david bowie to be like a, a <laughs> machismo factory and it was, yeah, it was a much, like you said, a, a, you described it perfectly. It was like a big love story, which is like fine. You know, it wasn't done bad and by any means, but I think I went into it with the idea like, okay, vampires, cool. And they, I forget what I looked at before I even watched the movie. I, was, I, I think I this, asked you what it was about or something like that. And you're like, yeah, it's a vampire movie. And this is literally the Screamo vampire movie. 100%. Screamo vampire movie. Yeah. Like, I guess I don't know what you mean. Tony Scott, though. What a yeah, what a fucking okay. career. Like, for this to be early on, and then you go on to make Top Gun. And he fucking, made Top Gun? That's he made Top right. Gun. And, uh, um, I can't you, believe you ever seen Last Boy Scout? Last Boy I Scout? actually haven't seen that. That's a Bruce Willis no. movie, right? Bruce Willis and uh, Damon Wayans. Okay. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I haven't seen it, but I know of it, and I feel like that's gonna be one of those ones that I watch like in five years randomly, like on a trip somewhere, and like we have Netflix in the bedroom, and we just put that on when we go to sleep, like I did with Heat this year, and it was terrible. Wasn't there like there was like Graf Orlock songs that sample? Was it Graf Orlock? Who who was it? It was some like, Graf Orlock samples everything, so probably yeah. Last Boy Scout, like they they literally the described with, like, themselves the as Taylor cinema scenes. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like that, like the um. Oh, I forget what he says. There's like, one. There's like, one like, movie they sample. Oh, there's that uh, one. Hold on. They yeah, go, this, this they gun go, has they too go, many bullets. Is there a problem? Here? Is there a problem here? Yes, officer. There is a problem here. Apparently, this bullet has too many guns, in, or this gun has too many bullets in it. 
I have not seen that movie, but I knew that line right as you started to say it. Dude, it, it's a great, it's a great movie. It's that. such a dumb the action villain? movie. Uh, well, I mean, T- Taylor Negron's like the muscle. Is that Joe Pantoliano? No, that's the different one that he does. That's Joey one Pants. where like, if I, if I threw you out of a speeding ice truck and then ran your head over or something, there's, there's some Joe Pantolino thing where that's what yeah. he says. Joey Pants. Joey Pants. What they call him. What's his name in The Sopranos? He's also uh, known Ralphie, for... Ralph Cifaretto. Ralph Cifaretto. What a fucking... The worst. Too bad Derek most... hasn't seen that yet. Oh, seen see, is it... Oh, Doesn't matter season? what season it is. We know you started it and fell off. I, I see. Yeah, I got to like the middle of the second season, I think. It was like... You're unreal, way too early. Okay. Unreal. You got to get back on the horse, man. I promise it's worth it. It took me a while to do it too, but once you do, it's like you just want to watch it again. Yeah, oh, so yeah, and Sarah liked it too. She was like, Yeah, I keep watching it. Like, right, and then I just I did that with Narcos recently. Mary and I watched like two or three episodes and we're like, This is pretty good, and then just fell off. And yeah, yeah, all we ever hear is that it's amazing. I, I jumped, I was, I switched gears now. I'm into, I'm watching all the puppet masters in, in a row, <laughs> so you can get all the fucking costumes in the game, all the skins. Yeah, <laughs> I just uh, I wanted to watch them. I haven't seen them in a long time, and I was like, Oh, and that game was so good. It did like it just reminds you of it the is movies. It's fun, man. It it's was really good. good so game. Much it was fun. way better than it has any right to be. And it, it totally flew into my radar, too. I don't know where that, I'm like, Oh, it came out in March. Yeah, I was like, What little, the fuck? little mini episode, little appendix episode about, about the puppet master game. Dude, so dude, many, br- dude, like the, br- dude, the takedowns dude. are so good. Like, so what, what, what was the one they were so underwhelmed by? Uh, the uh, leech woman. Cause she's like just one leech. Yeah. Come she on. just pukes one leech and that was it. There's six, 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 six shooters on you. Yeah, and this then is <laughs> peel your little uh, bandana off your eyes and go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Like the guy in the bed? Dude, that movie is... That's fucked. That's the first one, right? Yeah. I feel yep. like the first one is the only one that's, like, very, very good. And then after that, they just get bad. And even the first one is, like, rough. But I need to watch them again, I guess. I got, yeah, exactly. Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys. Wait, there's even, like, there's a ton of other ones I didn't even know that fucking existed. Like, with all the axes, whatever. it's uh, I forget what they're called. Well, speaking of, uh, have we have we done a podcast since you you went to the uh, the trivia time bitch for Leprechaun and you and you watched all the Leprechaun movies no. in like a week? We haven't done we haven't done this one since what was the last movie? The last movie was Barbarian. Barbarian, yeah. It was literally months ago. Yeah, I've seen that movie like twice again since then. That movie rips. I just watched it again recently, actually. It's um, I I like I love it more and more every time I watch dude, it. And great. like, there's so many massive plot holes. Like when it comes to why the mother exists and like how, because he's like, it's like a Xerox machine. He's like, you make a copy of a copy of a copy. And she's 40 and she's physically 40. And when you see him, like it was 40 years ago, it's like, how long is, how, how long has she been there? And like, how long has he been doing this for her to be such, so many generations of inbred that she's a mutant behemoth? Like there, I have that question. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Fucking rocks. Dude, but it's you, a great yeah, remember, movie. Remember how recently there was, well, we already recently. did a podcast on it and I still am talking about it. So uh, there was that, um, it was like puppet master, the littlest Reich that came out. I don't know if any of you guys saw that yeah, one. I don't, I've I think I saw the trailer. The littlest and I, Reich. 
the dude, trailer dude, looks so bad that I don't even think I could watch it. It almost looks <laughs> yeah, like you definitely should watch it, dude. No, you definitely should check it out. There's some fucking pretty good uh kid, uh, get kills in it. Have They're you really been watching all good. of those movies? Like all the way I, I haven't yet. That's yeah, yeah. So I'm trying, I'm where do you have the there. time? How do you how do you sacrifice? I don't. Time I, like that's, that. that's what I'm kind of like delayed on it right now. I watched like, we just, like a couple of them, and then we've had like a couple of days off too because I've been trying to fucking fix my car. But there's another one that came out in 2020 that I didn't even know of called Blade: The Iron Cross. Why are is they all like these a... fucking WP fucking movies, dude? <laughs> I don't what know, is happening? Dude. I was like, what the fuck? When did this come out? Like, well, so, how? How are they well, still well, well, it would make sense, right? It's like a Nazi scientist that makes the puppets, right? No, I think the Nazis no. are trying to get his magic. Like, they wanted oh. the magic from him, so they were sending, like, people to... Is it? Is, is it, that what it is? I believe I, so, yeah. Well, because... Is that, like, a Blade puppet origin story? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. It it just, sounds, I thought it came out in 2020, it, and I was like, Damn. Because it sounds like there was, said there like the, the littlest Reich, which I imagine yeah. uh, what's his the what hothead or flame mouth or whatever the fuck is name flamer throw, what's his name torch heater torch yeah that's the one. It's so funny because the names it. are so obvious yet they're not. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's flame something man. to do with fire. You're like a oh, six gun. Yeah, it's six no tor- torch isn't even in that one, dude. There's a bunch of like there's uh it's it's blade and um the tunneler he, and then a bunch uh he's no, basically sorry. a little. Kaiser, like Tunneler is very Tunneler. scary. His face is so scary. He is, yeah, with those black eyes that he's got. Yeah. like the big giant, yeah, horrifying. There's another dude. dude who's like a frog. It's like a frog puppet, and I forget <laughs> what the fuck his name is. Though I, I gotta rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a while. Do you know what's dying. so funny about these? None of them are actually like puppets. They're just dolls. Yeah, they're not like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what type of puppets don't have strings or any like controls or anything? Right, right. <laughs> a good question. And then he comes back to life. They bring him, they bring him back to life somehow. But the like fucking troll, liquid juice. Troll two. They're goblins. There's not a fucking troll to be seen in the whole movie. Oh my god! <laughs> Puppet right. master, which contains no puppets. Puppet master, the hunger. Uh, so I guess that's it for this one. Everybody did their ratings. I rated it very high. Nice, and, dude. Uh, nice. Come for me. Take my head. But uh, until next time. 